right, we're back. And better than ever, baby. <laughs> yeah, this is Denny Armour Trading. And Lewis Houston. We're here again. No Grey Areas podcast. You can hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. All at NGA Podcasts. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, today is... It time. is the 19th of November. I had to think about that. It's a Monday. Yeah. I did have to think about it. I got my phone in front of me and I just checked. And it's it's eleven o'clock at night. It's eleven o'clock <laughs> at night. Some, we had some technical, few technical issues. I apologise. I didn't select the right mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, we just the, the latest little bit of news from us. We just got a little bit slightly more professional. We'll show you some pictures. Uh, we're we're hopefully going to be moving into a, an actual studio soon. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, all's looking good. We just got a, a little mixing board and stuff, and we're trying to connect it up to the to the PC and whatnot. And it was just a little bit wild. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, buttons and stuff and batteries <laughs> that I didn't <laughs> check. So uh, so basically, uh, then he had a, a very nice high end mic uh, that hasn't been used in a couple of years, and uh, didn't realise it had batteries inside it, and those batteries have decayed. So you pour dried acid all over my living room floor that my kid's going to try and lick up first thing in the morning when he comes in. So I need to make sure I remember to hoover that before I go to bed. It's immune, immune building. Yeah. That's, uh, what, what doesn't kill you... Makes you stronger. Or puts you in hospital for three weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give it a quick clean. Obviously, it doesn't, some of them are big bits. Um, so, just quickly, um, we are not the gospel, we are not, we are not the Bible... Do not take what we say for gospel. Just Unless it comes from my mouth. I only speak <laughs> the truth, people. <laughs> Little disclaimer in there. We're discussing the shit we see, the shit we hear. Um, yeah. And if anything we say you find offensive, feel free to uh, feel free to message us. You know, let us know that you find it offensive. That way we can laugh about it. Yeah. You can call Lewis personally on 0779. <laughs> <laughs> screw you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah so uh, so what's been going on then you've been, um, you've been like all over the place haven't you? I have yeah yeah had a busy week so I was in Berlin with the uh, last week I was the Germans that do you know what Berlin's cool Berlin is pretty damn cool um, yeah, it reminded me of it had the chill chilled vibe of Amsterdam mm -hmm. and I don't smoke so I'm not talking about that kind of chilled I mean I just really liked Amsterdam I just thought everyone was just kind of nice it had that it had that kind of chilled vibe for the people but the it looked kind of like uh, residential New York a bit, you okay. know, like where you have, um, there's loads of apartments, like four, four story high apartments on at the sides of wide roads lined with trees. Okay. A lot of it reminded me of New York. Like kind of more upstate New York. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Because you, you ain't got that in, in the Bronx. Nah, not in, not in, the, <laughs> not in them parts. But um, yeah, but it was really, really nice. Um, I think, I can't, I'm not going to try to remember the name of the parliament. I think it's the Bernstag or something. I went to see that. There was a crazy naked man protesting outside, which was amusing. I believe when he turned up, more people started taking pictures of him. Was he uh, well endowed? He had a he had an elephant trunk briefs on a g-string oh. of the elephant trunk front on. Do you, do you know what? It's, this is probably like borderline child abuse. But that when you say about elephant trunk, it reminded me when my I can't remember one of my younger brothers was a kid. My dad drew elephant like an elephant ears and elephant eyes just above his winkle. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he was only like one. We all found it hilarious. I don't know whether or not you class that as child abuse or not, but. 
yeah, no. I won't do that to my son. <laughs> um, but yeah, Berlin was really cool. I was out there with four of three friends and my partner. That was really cool. Had a lovely time there. Was, well, it, was it just like a random getaway? Or no, it... no. So it was my 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 mate um, Jago. Shout out Jago. I know that guy. Yeah, He's cool. Yeah. Um, we'll be doing a podcast for him in the next couple of weeks. I'll chat to you about that after. Um, we're going to be doing a VR special. Ooh, sci-fi. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And um, it was his partner, his wife, and my partner's birthdays are quite close together. So we all went out to Germany to kind of celebrate. Ah, that's what I was saying. So there's this club. There's this mad, crazy club called Berg- Bergheim. Okay. In, um, in, in Berlin and it's famous for turning people away like they sell merchandise for turning people away like there's actually t-shirts that say I got turned away from Bergheim okay. now what the walls are it's some mad crazy walls so my mate um, Jago and his wife Anna had been before and they had got in before Right. But they had like done their research and, you, and apparently like you, you've got to be really kind of quiet, just like not in the crowd. You can't be using your phone. You can't be on your and um, be talking to each other. You've got to look. What? You've got to look like. It sounds like a great Almost, <laughs> almost grungy. Right. Um, to get in. Um, so Martin, Jago and Anna were about two people in front of us because you could, also can't get in in big groups and they don't like tourists. There's all these mad, crazy things. Right. So they got in. Me and Sarah were, we, I'm not going to lie, we were talking the whole way through the crowd because it, it, was, it wasn't our music. It was like techno. Right. Um, and we were just not really bothered. And I, I kind of felt like I had the right clothes on, but I had my, like my normal work jacket on and I was cold in the queue. So I'd done it up. So I just looked like, uh, like I come from work, which obviously isn't the look they're going for. The, the kind of way I can describe it is I kind of look like Colton and they probably wanted a bit more... I don't know, two-pack kind of looking, like a bandana and just proper okay. casual. So um, when we got to the queue, there was a couple of people in front, so two people in front between me and my other group of friends. Um, they let my group of friends, uh, other group, other three in. Then the two people in front, they just went, nope, not to, nope, just sent them away. And with us, they stopped, looked at us for about 10 minutes, goes one sec, and then goes, sorry guys, not today. And I'm not going to lie, all the way, you know, we, were keep, we were talking, going, oh, do you know what, I'm going to go in there, I'll stay for about half an hour just for the sake of it, and I'm just going to bug off. It just, like, I'm not in the mood, it's tired, da 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 And I'm not going to lie, I was kind of hurt, getting turned away. <laughs> you know, like, I waited to be able to say, nah, I don't want to come in, I yeah. didn't want to get turned away. But um, it was weird, because when I was looking at the, the clothes and everything, it's like, I honestly, and this isn't to sound cocky or nothing, but I honestly do not have clothes crap enough to get in like i collect trainers yeah mm. i'm a kind of a sneakerhead all my trainers i keep pristine yeah my gym trainers are probably my most battered trainers and i would never wear them out right. so, you so pack them for a trip exactly them. exactly so everything i packed um it's decent look is decent so i would never i would like you would really really like my, uh, my mate jago just had a hoodie on he had a hoodie with a like, as I said, he'd been there before, so he kind of knew he had a hoodie, um, a kind of a jacket, and it just proper bog standard clothes. Right. Um, other people had like super beat up Adidas superstars. I was annoyed because where we were queuing, it was mud. Like to get in, it was like uh, like wet dirt. Okay. So I'm 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 standing there in my in my Yeezys. Oh dear. I'm thinking, 
fuck like I'm getting my flipping trainers dirty sort of thing and obviously I'm keeping I always keep I'm it clean the resale on these yes that's what I'm saying and then um, and then flipping didn't even get in but I was I was looking at all the people who got in and stuff and I was like do you know what like I I would have to I don't even know how to get in I don't have the clothes to get in I'd have to like wear my wear a set of clothes for like a week it kind of reminds me do you remember back in the day we went a couple of times to Bar Rumba Bar Rumba oh Bar yeah, Rumba. yeah 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 and Bar Rumba there was like it was, it was the one place in London where if you didn't get let into somewhere, mm. you could ask for it. I'll just go to Bar Rumba. Yeah, yeah. Because that place is uh, it's a comedy club now. I went there uh, about two years ago. Okay. I, well, I don't know. Maybe, I think it does turn into a bar later on. Yeah. But it's not it's not the vibe it used to be. Remember, it used to be like old school hip hop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, they they used to be like the the bouncers will walk around in like wife beaters. Yeah. They were just hench walking around in wife beaters and no one wanted to play it. And I remember actually this guy, he kind of body checked me in uh, in Bar Rumba and um, he literally, as he done it, I turned, looked at him and I thought something's going to go down. And he was really apologetic and he was really cool. And I, and I was looking around thinking why and I realised like the bouncers there are serious. Um, so yeah, that, that was just a little flashback when you're saying about being able to just Dress yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, and I think even even that was way smarter than what was going on there. What it is, they've got they've got it's, it's they've got a very. Um, I'm probably making it sound really whack for people who don't know, but they've got these, a very strict image, and it, it is almost like moody, like it's like grunge but not grunge okay if that sort of makes sense they're listening to that like techno and it's all yeah it's it's proper techno like my mate said it was decent um he got in he said it was decent um but he said yeah it's a bit of a uh one of those sort of crazy places inside like almost like bondage influenced style um i've got something to tell you i'll come back to uh, it like decor Yeah, yeah type of thing um yeah, so other than that, I also went to the ATP tennis tournament at the O2. Saw Novak Djokovic yeah, defeat. He lost in the final. That was on Sunday. I went to the semi-final okay. and I saw him beat Kevin Anderson. Is he the tall South African guy? He's the tall South African guy, yeah. Now, it was really... So Novak, the guy who Novak lost to in the final, he actually beat in the rounds. But uh, when I was watching against Kevin Anderson, you know, like, like you'll appreciate this. Um, as an athlete, you know when you just see someone like obviously he's ranked number one. Where you just see someone who is at the peak of their game and they they just make shit look so simple. Mm. It was like I think Kevin Anderson was either the fifth seed or ranked number five. Yeah, and Djokovic was I think top seed and also ranked number one. And he won six two six two, but it just looked so easy. I mean, he was returning a hundred and thirty, yeah, a hundred and thirty mile plus mile per hour serves like they were nothing. And then his his some of his aces, he actually got more aces than Anderson did in that game. And some of his aces were like ninety something miles per hour, but they were so precise angles and the little curves on it. Yeah, that, that it it was it was it was wicked to watch. It was really awesome to watch. Um, yeah. What about yourself? What else did you get up to? Do you know what? Uh, we went to, we went to a, a photo shoot and, uh, for the, for the kid. Yeah, man. Do you know what? It's nice. we've, we've been to one already, um, at a place very close to us in Eton and 
obviously Eaton's um, Eaton's a, a more upmarket area, and we went to the, we went to the first one. I think my my wife got this uh, Groupon voucher or something. It was like forty pound for the photo shoot. Yeah, and she was like, you know, it's it's forty pound is a good deal. That's the you know that that covers the photo shoot and stuff, and uh, you get you get a discount off whatever you purchase. And I was like, okay, but just to be clear, like they they're gonna they're gonna try and charge you an arm and a leg for these photos. You know that, right? She's like, no, no, it'll be alright. Now to put it into context, growing up as a kid, like. The most expensive car I ever saw my dad buy was like two grand. Yeah. So when I went in, we we done the photos and that, and then, and it was don't get me wrong, the the photographer was good. You know, she's she was really engaging with my son and stuff, yeah. and she got him all excited and she took some lovely photos. Mm. And uh, and then after she was going through the pricing scheme, and she was like, yeah, so if you want the USB with the like the low res version of all the photos. I think she said it was four hundred and fifty pounds. What? If For you're the, the low high, res, yeah. And the high res is like nine hundred. But heck. if you buy a photo with it, yeah. it goes down to six hundred. Yeah, yeah. Or you can get this package deal, and the package deal was like uh, a a photo album, like a paper photo album, like yeah. a little book. Yeah. Uh, a small picture. I think it was a small picture and a big picture. Yeah. Uh, framed. And the USB stick, twelve hundred and fifty pound or fourteen hundred pounds or something stupid. Them Groupon prices with them photo things just right, to, it's, to it's get you in, yeah, right. get you through the door. And uh, and I, I said to my wife, I was like, "You do realize this is what's going to happen, right? We go to the photo shoot, we they book us in to come back and sit in like a movie theater type room to yeah. watch these photos back. They sit you down on a nice little sofa, project it onto the wall, and so." I was like, they're going to do this. You're going to show you these lovely photos of our kid and you're going to feel like you're a crap mum if you don't yeah, buy them. Yeah, She said, no, 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 That's it's fine, exactly it's fine. They do, yeah. So we went and she was like, they're so nice, you know, we're not going to get a chance to do this again. I was like, listen, we can go <laughs> home now. I can spend £400 on lighting gear, buy a backdrop and we can do this. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I'm like, this, this don't make sense mm. to me. I actually had to leave when she decided that she was going to do it and pay it. I was like, nah. <sighs> I can't no. be present for this. <laughs> I don't oh. want to be here. I went outside. <laughs> I was like, I'm taking my son. Oh, no. So, uh, so yeah, so we ordered like uh, two of these like medium sized framed yeah. photos and stuff. And, uh, and that was the first photo shoot. We've gone for another one. Oh, since. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and my wife was like, no, it's great. It's two photo shoots. It's only 10 pounds. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, you're a sucker for these things. I was like, listen, as long as none of this money comes out of my personal pocket, it's fine. As long as it comes out of your, your pocket, it's all good. I don't care. As, uh, as far as I see it, you, you're, you were an addict with a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we did that. Uh, and it, it was cool. And uh, one of the things we actually got talking about was um, my, my wife like you know what everyone says their kid is cute everyone's yeah, like oh yeah. my kid's super cute my kid's super mm. cute obviously we get a lot of it as well now my son he's got like a he doesn't look like a white kid because obviously he's got Asian background as well yeah. he's got that like a little bit of a mix but he's really close to white yeah uh, so he almost looks like a California baby okay almost. yeah yeah Maybe. Yeah. Or even like a slightly pasty California baby. But he's not. No, white. no, I see what you're saying actually, yeah, yeah. And uh so we, we get a lot of like we went when we went on, on holiday to Italy, we had a lot of Italians coming up, oh he's a beautiful baby yeah. and all this stuff. 
So my wife was like, I want to get him into like modeling. Okay. And we looked into it and it's, it's a bit of a racket because you, you have to sign up with an agency. They charge you X amount for your photo shoots. You can then have like well, a, yeah. a book or whatever. Yeah. And then they book you onto uh, certain shoots and you, you might have to travel to the other side of London or something to, to do a photo shoot. Oh, you, wow. might, you might get like 100 quid for your kid. For yeah, it. yeah. And we just decided that we'd do it to help him if if he wanted uh, like help him out towards his university. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, and he actually, he kind of enjoys being on camera and stuff. Like he, he kind of plays to it. Yeah. He's, he's weird and he's, he's so young, but he does go for it. Um, so I said to my wife, I was like, do you know what? Rather than doing that, even though I've been a bit weird about uh, posting pictures, I don't really post many pictures of mm. my son on social media and stuff. I said, look, let's just set him up an Instagram account. And do it the, like the way the Kardashians yeah, do it. Yeah. The way the Kardashians do it is they yeah. just go, look, this is my life. I happen to be using this product. Yeah. And people go, oh, Kim uses it. I gotta buy it. Yeah. And they make millions doing it that way. They um, do. And it was weird actually because uh, I posted a picture of my son in his car seat. Okay. And it's I, I love our car seat. You've seen it. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It basically looks like it belongs in a Bentley. Yeah. And um, they they straight away like shared it the the company that makes the car seat they then shared it on their page and like, oh, wow. for the shout out and stuff so I was like, that's cool and it will help to like yeah this thing up. um but you know what we had a, a couple around at the weekend and they were telling us the story of winnie the pooh do you know what happened no. how winnie the pooh came to no. be and they, they told us this because they felt it was relevant yeah winnie the pooh came out of this kid's imagination and his dad unbeknownst to the child went and made books out of all the stories and all the characters that this kid made up. So imagine me playing with my son mm. and he comes up with these fictitious characters, imaginary friends or whatever, and then I go and write books about it and sell the books without him knowing. Oh, wow. And later on, just to find out that the only reason why my dad was like spending time with me was yeah. to rip off my ideas to, to get them published and make, you know, make millions of pounds out of it. Wow. And apparently the kid hated his dad for doing it. Like, uh, left the, like, pr pretty much, like, separated completely from his family, moved down to somewhere like Devon or something, and opened up a bookshop, refused to take a penny of the money from the from the Winnie the Pooh kind of oh, wow. uh, brand. Yeah. Um, because he just, he kind of hated his parents for it. And I was like, yeah, 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 but that's, his dad's got bad intentions. I was like, look, if my, if, if when he gets older, he's like, he realizes what it is. I'll just delete that Instagram account. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I know people say, oh, those photos are out there forever. And, um, and they're saying about how you can screenshot them and stuff and someone yeah. else could save it. And yeah. one of the, the people were saying how they know, they know of people who have had their kid's identity stolen where people post pictures of someone else's kid as if it's their kid on their social media. Wow. I was like, what the hell kind of sad people do yeah. that? And it's not it's not like you, you're ever going to get away with it. Yeah. People will call you out and I was like, that, that doesn't bother me. I don't really see that as being a problem. Yeah. But yeah, I was that just, is strange, I it was a bit weird. Yeah. So it was a bit weird. But yeah, so that was, that was and then uh, the only other thing I got up to really, uh, I went to go see Venom. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I had to go to a late show because it's already pretty much out. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I saw it quite a while back. Yeah, I was supposed to go and watch it with the missus, but my kid got sick, and then we we decided that was a bit harsh to to dump a sick baby on the mother-in-law. So, uh, so yeah, so we kept him uh, in instead, and then I went and watched it with, with my friend on uh, last week. 
But do you know what you said about this uh, this club? It reminded me of a story that I was told last week. Which uh, club? The the club that you were going to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a. Uh, you you said something about they have like a almost bondage type thing. Yeah, but the, the the decor is supposed to be like kind of bondage theme that type of style. Right. Thing, yeah. So I was chatting to this guy who I hadn't seen in a couple of weeks, and he's like, he's a French dude. He's like, oh, Luis, it's been a few weeks, I know, but I've been very sick. I was like, is it? He goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, but I tell you something. He goes, my friend, he got uh, these tickets to a party. I'm not going to keep up with a French accent, but I think, <laughs> I think my accent's all right. I was like, okay. He goes, so I paid 50 quid for this party. And uh, I was like, sod it, I'm going anyway, despite that I'm sick. I was like, okay. He goes, yeah, the party's called Torture. Not Garden. I don't know. Uh, he just said it was called Torture, right? I was like, okay. Right. He goes, you know, it's like a sadomasochist uh, yeah. bonded. I was like, what kinky shit? He's like, yeah, yeah, kinky shit. <laughs> Where was it? Well, that's the thing, right? He goes, he goes, I went with my friend. He had like five women and he's doing all these things with them. I was like, what? Because, mate, what kind of place was this? Where yeah. was it? It was like some abandoned warehouse or like a disused underground tube station yeah. or something. He goes, no, no. It was at the O2. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? He goes, yeah, man. It was crazy. I was like, it sounds crazy, man. I don't yeah. even want to walk think, around an O2. I wonder if that's Torture Garden. I don't know. They, they move around. They do these kind of club crazy... Sex parties. Sex parties, basically. But they're like... Um, and they, but they go different venues in London. Okay. They used to be at um, one in Elephant and Castle quite a lot. How was it? I've never <laughs> been. <laughs> um, yeah. That's I've just mad. heard about this this stuff. <laughs> um, oh dear. Yeah. I, what else did I do? I, I saw this. Oh, I was at the theatre again. Okay. I saw this show called Misty. Right. Yeah. 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 So a friend of mine. So the, I can't remember the guy's name, um, but he used to play Simba in The Lion King in, in West End, and he um, he's been he's like in a show on Netflix. He's been he's an actor, British actor. Okay. Um, it's hard to describe the show, but it's basically a, um, about him telling the story of a friend of his, but also it was kind of meta where he was also talking about him creating this one man show that he'd done. Okay. It wasn't totally Weird. one man. There was about four characters, but he was predominantly. The, the main. Yeah. So at the same time as he's telling this story about his friend, which is what the show's about, he's also telling the story of how he made the show and his feelings behind it. While, and like the, the criticisms he was getting from people and the, the con, it sounds really long. It, it was. It sounds confusing to to, to say, but yeah, it yeah. was amazing, and he done it so well. And it was like dealing with. It was funny. It was like emotional. It was like the music. And as I said, he played Simba. So when he was singing, it was awesome. He was rapping. He was just doing poetry. Um, it was really really good. Um, but they, and it was just sort of going through the struggles of sort of being a black guy in London, but you're into the arts. Okay. You know, so your friends you grow up with ain't necessarily into that kind of thing. Yeah. But you kind of follow your dream, but you still got all these friends who, are, who you grew up with yeah, who, yeah. Are, who are getting themselves in trouble and just doing things. But they're still kind of your, your boys, basically. Yeah. Your mates are like, yeah. listen, blood, let's go Jackson Mopeds. Yeah? And you're like, no, no, I'm going to go to the National Gallery. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and it's balancing that out. And then it's even once he's got that, he's now done all right. And now he's got the opportunity to write a play himself. And then his friends are saying like, don't make it the stereotypical old black person, you know, a uh, young black kid in London getting involved in crime. Like we've got positive stories to tell as well. Okay. And okay. then it's his argument saying, but I'm just telling my story. I'm telling the story of like what I knew. Yeah. Wasn't but it's, it Tupac that said like your, your life reflects art or something? Yeah. 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 He, he yeah. Quite famous art reflects life. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's, it was just really, really good. Unfortunately, it is now gone. Hopefully he either does an extended run or does it somewhere else. I'd definitely, definitely recommend it. Mm. It was, um, yeah, really, really good. Really, really good. A lot of, um, like, yeah, I just, it's really, really good. Um, and then yesterday, my, I, I'm not allowed to say my missus. My girlfriend doesn't like it when I say Your woman. the missus or my woman or my chick or I won't use the allergy. So my partner, we'll, we'll um, yeah, my partner um, took me to Hyper Tokyo. Okay. Actually, at Kensington Olympia, it's like a uh, a festival, indoor festival for all things Tokyo, all things uh, Japan. Sorry. So like, it's a cultural appropriation. Kind of, kind of. <laughs> but there was a lot of. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what it was though. It's it's not even it's not even cultural appropriation. It's people from Japan coming and selling us water. It's like it's like a tikka masala. <laughs> like okay. it's not their real like it's, obviously there was proper stuff there yeah, yeah but it's like the stuff that they know westerners like right, they right, just right. got a place and they would just sell it sell it it was really good though okay. but it's like you pay to get in and then everything in there you have to buy as well oh god so um and there was a lot of people in cosplay dressed up as their favorite anime characters and um there was like obviously it's, it's basically food. Like, a, like a tokyo expo yeah yeah that's yeah 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 that's basically what it, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like japan we expo to, yeah um, i went to the body power expo oh yeah which is like a, a bodybuilding fitness lifestyle expo. yeah loads of hot girls <laughs> loads but uh yeah you pay to get in and do you know what i was hoping i'd buy because i hadn't been before mm. so i was hoping to buy a load of like actual gym equipment yeah yeah and have loads of stuff on display but it's really for commercial stuff yeah um and i was a bit disappointed with it but and, and you can get like samples of protein shakes and stuff like that so it's good yeah in that sense because if you if you are into fitness mm. and you go to uh and you want to buy a protein shake generally you're going to buy in like a two and a half kilo tub sure yeah cost you 40 quid yeah you take one sip of it and you go oh, that's nasty i don't like it yeah kind of stuck but if you go to this place, at least they give you like free samples of everything True. so you can try it out. Yeah. But what I ended up doing, because I needed a new weight bench. So I was walking around the expo and it was the Sunday that I went on. And uh, I got to this uh, got to this display and I was like, listen, man, you've got two commercial benches here. He's like, yeah, so you don't need two, especially not for display purposes. They're identical. That's how much they retail for. He's like, 225. So right, I'll give you 100 quid and I'll walk out with that one right now. He was like, Nah, nah, nah. It's not. It's worth more than that. I haggled him down to hundred pound, and I, I dragged it through the expo, <laughs> and everyone was staring at me like I'm a lunatic. I looked like such a weirdo. I was like, I'm so excited to train. I'm just gonna take this bench with me right now. But yeah, man, I, I've got a good deal on it as well. Yeah, so it sounds good. It sounds so it. You sounds can hustle. It. You can yeah. hustle. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was a. It was a good. It was a surprise. My my girl knows I like. Am I allowed to call my girl? My partner knows I like. Um, uh, Thing is, like I, that I, anime I, stuff. I've got to ask, man. Obviously, your your partner. Yeah. 
she knows that you're from ends, right? Yeah. Right. So she knows when you say my girl. Yeah. Right. That's a term of endearment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I often say chick. Yeah. Also um, a term of endearment. Or lass. She doesn't. I don't. Lass. Yeah. You, they know you're half Scottish, man. Do you know what? I'll Same tell you why, right? Because as people have become, as people have become more sensitive to certain terms, I thought "lass" just sounds so nice. You can't, yeah. and it's still it's the only one syllable word I could think of that wouldn't offend no one. You know, <laughs> Quick to say. Do you know? So I've always used pet names when I. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Predominantly when I speak to to women, but even when I speak to speak to guys, I say "bruv," "geese," yeah, 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 whatever, right? And uh, there was this woman, and I generally for women, I'd say sweetie. Yeah. And there was a there was this woman who I met, and she loved that I called her sweetie because she's like most guys call you babe, or yeah. sexy, or darling. Yeah. And she was like, I don't I don't like it because it's always an objectifying term. Okay. But when you say sweetie, it's very innocent. Right. And yeah. It's complimentary yeah. That's to say it. you're sweet. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. not in a sexual term. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay, that, that kind of works. Yeah. And then I said sweetie to someone in front of my wife once. And my wife looked at me like she was going to stab <laughs> me in the face. I was like, what? Like, Why'd you call her sweetie? I was like, Why not? I call everyone stuff like that. You know, She's I call, like, not no more. Yeah, I think I called someone hun. Mm. Like, I didn't say honey. But yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. Said, Why'd you call her hun? You need to chill out. Yeah, I always say that as well, hun. Like, yeah. I just the text, meanwhile, are you right, hun? Meanwhile, she picks up the phone and pretty much everyone is babe. Yeah. <laughs> everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're babes. Yeah, yeah. You're doing babes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I've been up to. That's Fair what enough. I've been up to. So should we crack on with a bit What's of the news? Do you know what? Uh, the first thing I wanted to... I don't know if you've been keeping up with it. Uh, so Lewis Hamilton, the other week... G, he, uh, Lewis Hamilton's he stopped a G. on the competition. You know, he he became five time five time world champion. He's a legend. Right? Yeah, and the, yeah. do you know what? the The beautiful thing is, he's he's British British. Yeah. Right? Because when Coulthard won a race, he was British, but when he lost or crashed, he was Scottish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so we have to accept Mr. Hamilton for for everything, come good or bad. Yeah. And the weird thing was, there's there was a lot of I don't know. Did you follow it at all? Yeah, yeah, I love F one. Because yeah. I've kind of I've kind of gone off it recently. Yeah. Just because the the downgrading of the engines. Okay. So we went to that year that you couldn't go to Silverstone. Yeah. And I. Went. I think I went the following year. Yeah. Yeah. So that year they had the they still had the super loud engines. Yeah, I went engines. the the first year they they quiet and everyone's complaining. Right. Yeah. And then we both went to Abu Dhabi yeah. to watch the Abu Dhabi, which was the one where uh, Nico Rosberg won. won. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Lewis retired. Hamilton tried to back up to hold the hold to try and win it on the last race. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and it was noticeably quieter, mm. even to the point where I think they had the GP3 race before. And we were listening to it and we are like, it yeah. sounds so much louder. Than See, I, I, I definitely cars. noticed the GP3 at Silverstone when they when they done that before that yeah. it seemed a lot louder yeah. yeah so that's the one thing that kind of took took me away from it and then obviously having a kid and stuff yeah. distracted me a little bit yeah. but I try and pay attention and I knew there was a lot of bitching going on about oh Lewis has got this on his car he's got that on that car and I was like oh my god you guys are always trying to do stuff but he, he gets a lot of haters yeah there's no need I think I think it's I think it's a couple I think you've got some people who like their F1 people to be F1 people. Like, 
gentlemanly races yeah follow this rule that and i do think there is something an aspect of the race side of it as well but one of the things is i think the big difference people forget is a lot of f1 races are rich like they're born rich it gets paid for he's not he's a he's a kid from just north of london whose dad like my stepdad um spent a lot of like worked with his his um lewis hamilton's dad okay and he, he said to me about it, he's like they all like all the like from work and like used to hang out and they used to um go go to the snooker club and he said lewis hamilton's dad would always be nope i'm off to the next job i'm off to the next job taking my kid cart in and it would and like it was just a weird thing it was just like like how are you spending all your money on this you know and then i chatted to him and i was like yeah i was there like he was every second he was every 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 spare hour he was working a job yeah or he was with his son racing um and do you know what? and but I, I think you know but still growing up working class you're influenced by so much other stuff so lewis hammond likes his music he likes his fashion he's not acting like Ro- rosberg as born and bred in monaco yeah do you know what i mean um so he's he's just being him being yeah. him with money and i start, i mean i still think he's 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 a gentleman you don't see him going around wiling out and doing mad crazy stuff you see him at a party i did see him on the back of the quad bike next to Nicki minaj on insta not too long ago. yeah no but i'm saying like that's but, still not mad crazy though is it that's just chilling out with having a varied group Nick, of friends Nicki minaj is kind of mad crazy yeah yeah she is don't get me wrong it, you, you can't paint her with the same brush because he's rolling with her <laughs> well but i think that's what people don't like like you you don't generally imagine the average f1 racer being into Nicki Minaj. No, no. And, and not, I think that's what a lot of it not, is. And that's the thing. Yeah. A lot of them, they are kind of pretentious. Yeah. It's an expensive, and, it's and an expensive, it's an expensive sport. Do you know what? That's why uh, F1 didn't really take off in America because their NASCAR... Uh, really stuff working class, of, isn't it? That was working class yeah, guys. Yeah. And a, a lot of it was uh, people that were smuggling boots during okay. the prohibition. Okay. So they would, they would kit up these standard cars to basically be able to outrun the police. If they were, if they were doing, you know, ah, shit, yeah, yeah. So it was all these like working class guys, yeah, yeah. you know, making powerful cars yeah. and they started racing them and stuff. It's, like when prohibition ended, they had these like crazy cars. Ah, and they okay. Do with it. So, um, okay. so yeah, so I think the the Americans kind of looked at F one as being very pretentious. Yeah, yeah. But I don't understand going around an oval circuit yeah, two hundred times saying that. Is. The thing is though. <laughs> like I, I'm not really someone who reads comments too much but when you do just browse through them quickly like don't get me wrong he's got a hell of a lot of fans as well but there's some of the hate is just stupid mm. and it's like why why are you reading the article then it's about Lewis Hamilton if you don't like Lewis Hamilton like yeah, stop yeah. being an idiot but, but um, anyone who tries to deny his talent is nuts like he's raced people he's he's beaten people when he's in powerful cars he's clearly the best driver in the rain he's like he, everyone he he People say, oh, he's got a better car, but his teammate's got the same car as well. He's always ahead of his teammate. Yeah. He's beaten um, when Ferrari... He's not always ahead of his teammate, but he is a lot of the time. Like, a a, a majority of, of the time, yeah. Rosberg good... had to give way for team orders and stuff a couple of times. Yeah. But in the but general... For the ma- role, yeah. yeah. For the, I mean, even look, when you look at the year Rosberg won... I think the best example was when he was coming in as a rookie at McLaren. And yeah. everyone was like, oh, it's all about Alonso. It's yeah. all about Alonso. Yeah. And even, even recently, I read someone published a video on Facebook saying how Alonso is the best driver in the world now, but he's just got a crap car. And the the straightaway crash of that argument 
is when he was at McLaren yeah. with the best car, yeah. Lewis had the best car yeah. as well with him mm-hmm. and Lewis destroyed him. Exactly. And, and you know what else though? Because um, I see that, I've, I've heard people say that as well. I would say Alonso is top five, arguably. Lewis Hamilton for me is number one. And you yeah. can argue the other four positions between Vettel, Vettel, close. Vettel Alonso, uh, Ricciardo and uh, Max Verstappen. But, um, uh, sorry, what was I going to say? About Alonso. Carl. Yeah, Alonso, recently he said, Hamilton's, the, Hamilton's best. the best driver. He said Hamilton's one of the best ever. He said Hamilton to win five world championships is amazing. It's a special feat. It's going to be very, very hard to for anyone else to ever get. He I said that. So for me, he's one of three. Yeah. So Michael Schumacher is number one on seven. And uh, Juan Pablo Montoya is, um, is no Fangio. Sorry, Fangio. Fangio yeah, yeah, is um, is number two. Is joint five. Yeah, yeah. is joint five. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, even if you don't, so if you're listening to this, you're like, oh guys, shut the hell up about Formula One. No one cares. Um, you know, even even if you're not into Formula One, he's a British driver. British people it. are not very good worldwide. Yeah, at, at, he's you know, dominating. We're not, we're not known for being the best athletes. Yeah. And you might say, well, you know, driving a car is not an athletic endeavour. I've driven a Formula Ford for about 20 minutes and my whole body was sore after. Yeah. Oh, there's my kids. Yeah. Uh, Formula One. Formula One is like one of the fittest uh, sports there is. People yeah. don't realise. Yeah. And you know what? Even uh, even the risks they take, yeah. you know, like not not all risks. Death mm. playing football. True, John uh, John Lewis. I was just texting my daughter something about John Lewis. <laughs> I'll just say it. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. He was talking, like, and they were just going on about uh, the fitness. And he said during a race, the most he's lost is ten and a half pounds in one race. God damn. That's nuts. That's like losing a big baby. Yeah. <laughs> like the weight of a big baby. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. And even yeah. uh, when they... People don't realise. Like they do, they have like a, a little straw thing that they can drink through. Mm. But the the bottle is near the air intake, I think. And it gets really, really hot. Oh, shit. So they're basically drinking really hot water. Wow. But yeah, it's... 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 it's um, it's uh, Yeah, man. Driving is not easy. Nah, and even like the guys not. who do the Le Mans races... They have to sit in their own pee. Like, they, they oh, just wow. piss themselves while they're driving. And they, wow. just, they just have to keep going. Damn. Of course, what are you going to do? You're, in a, you're on a three-hour stint or something. Yeah. You need to pee. Yeah. You can't stop yeah. the car yeah. and pee. You're going to lose places. So yeah. they just crack but on. Big up uh, Lewis Hamilton for yeah. um, his uh, fifth... Soon world to be, championship soon to be Sir Lewis man and if it's not yeah that's it what I'm saying he needs to he needs to get us he needs to get a knighthood yeah he need, he's done what very very few British um, athletes have done and he should he should he should definitely have one already he All should day. definitely have one already um, Bitcoin what's going on Bitcoin has dropped all you suckers who didn't pull out at the right time What's it worth now then? It's just know? dropped under 5k for the first time. And you're thinking December, about less than, about a year ago, it mm. peaked at just under 20k. And what, what do they, is it the, re, what they, they call them retail investors? Who don't yeah. really know, they just jump when there's a bubble. Yeah. So there would have been a lot of people who jumping on it. on it. And, think, and they've just seen it tumble. And then the, the problem is as well, a lot of people are holding. I don't know, have you ever seen Hold, hold Gang? Hoddle yeah. Gang. 
in all that stuff and they um hoping it's gonna rise and rise and it may do but at the moment man that's a tearjerk that's like tears do you know what? the the thing with bitcoin is that if you're gonna have something especially in in like financial markets mm. it it needs to serve a purpose that's that nothing else is currently serving yeah and there are there are advantages to something like bitcoin which is like there's a, a guy who uh, who was saying how if he gets paid in Bitcoin, it can be instant. So someone just like buys Bitcoin for him or sends him Bitcoin, yeah. And he's got he gets it instantly. Whereas because he he works internationally, if he gets if he banks with a, an American company, and he invoices a British company, they then pay him. It can take him a week or, or so to get paid because of holds from banks and doing checks on this and that and whatever. And he's like, if I get paid from Bitcoin, it's instant. But the the solution to that is just a quicker banking system is not a whole new type of currency yeah yeah and my thing when bitcoin came out was and and this was from from day one i was like it 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 will be a bubble it will see a big big boom and then gradually it'll, it'll fizzle out i still think it's gonna fizzle out gradually yeah. i've been saying it for years but yeah. i did say i said to someone uh when it was at like think about 1500 pound right i said look if you're going to do it yeah. now's a good time to yeah. do it but you just got to make sure you sell it at the right time that's it yeah yeah and the thing is 90 percent of people who invest money have no idea what the hell they're yeah, doing and true. they're very emotional about it true. so they'll they'll buy bitcoin because it's boomed yeah not realizing like if you're buying at the top end of the boom it's only going to go it. downhill yeah so, yeah. yeah i mean i i done one of the other cryptocurrencies called ripple Right. Um, but I, I took my money out at the right time. Um, made made, made a nice little, paid for my shopping for a few weeks. Very nice, very nice. Um, the other thing I was going to mention was uh, Kim Porter. Um, Diddy's uh, ex, but very, very close, like on the end. So they've always got family. He's got four four children with her. Um, she she passed away. I believe he's got six. Okay. Um, she passed away. Um, rest in peace, Kim Porter. Um, but you know what? A lot of you always hear about. She was only forty-seven, and uh, apparently it happened quite quickly. She had the flu and turned to pneumonia. I don't know the whole story. And actually, a friend told me that I read it, and I don't. I mean, you hear about celebrities, and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll post. Funny enough, it's two celebrities that I don't normally, I'm not, I'm not the sort of person who really worships celebrities and really, um, I was always more a fan and interested in Bill Gates than some pop star and things like that. Sure. But two people who were actually influential, I would say, in quite a big way growing up. And it sounds so, it's like the first time I think I've ever said something like Because when I hear people say it normally, like, oh, they were so influential, it just sounds corny. But, um, or sort of cliche. But actually, Kim Porter, like Diddy, like when I from probably was about 15, 16, and I started getting into hip hop. I was never into hip hop with the sort of the violence and all this and, and all that kind of stuff before. Not you know what, that's really bad for me to say because it's not just about that. But I never really I was never a big fan of hip hop. Yeah. Uh, my mum was my mum's from the Caribbean, so I grew up in the house listening to a lot of reggae. Um and then she she was like a big Celine Dion and Whitney Houston fan and things like that. Okay. Um, so when I got into hip hop, it was actually because Puff Daddy 
used to always be going on about entrepreneurial, like I learned that word from him. Okay. So I've always followed him and watched it, you know, obviously he's, he's much more successful through other business ventures yeah. than he is from actual hip hop music. So I always kind of followed him. So I knew about Kim Porter from like the 90s and always kind of followed her and she, you know, how inf- this, the stuff she done like early in his career, like before he even had Bad Boy, so Uptime Records and, and things like that. And um, yeah, just hearing that. And, and again, from that, like I follow his, his like, the, the, I follow pretty much all the family members on, on Insta and stuff. And just, just hearing that, like I was absolutely, I, I just didn't know what to say. Didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to write. Like, it, I, I kind of felt like a second cousin type of thing had passed away. That's mad. It was, yeah. And not, even when my, I was with um, my mate, it, actually it was when I was going to watch Misty at the theatre and she asked me and I just couldn't even, I didn't even want to talk about it. I was just like, nah. And then she, she told me what it was and I was just like, yeah, I, I saw the headline and I just switched off from it. Like, I couldn't even sort of uh that's crazy yeah yeah but so, and she wasn't she wasn't old or anything like, nah nah was, 47 you know. 47 years old you know, was, uh the only the only famous person who when they passed i was ever like i say actually there's two actually now i come to think of it i was, I was genuinely upset mm. michael jackson yeah like i as a kid i idolized michael jackson yeah yeah you know if I could sing along to any one of his songs right now. Like, I know the words to all his songs. Yeah. I know most of the dance moves and all that stuff. I was probably like a little fanatic child. Yeah. So that, that I was a bit upset about, especially because um, I, was, I was trying to... I was, I was saving up to buy some scout tickets oh, for, for his concert. Um, but the other one, I actually, like, I had to hold back. I don't know why it's so profound. Like, I nearly cried when yeah. I found out that he died. Even though I knew, it was, I knew it was coming. Yeah. It was Nelson Mandela. Yeah, yeah. When Nelson Mandela yeah. uh, and and I was trying to explain to my wife, mm. I was like, "You you don't understand like how important that guy was, yeah, and how much adversity he came through, yeah, just just to convey a message that goes against the grain, no, in in a country where everyone everyone hated the oppressors, yeah, yeah, so, definitely, yeah. He was going just show him love, yeah, you know, and we we'll get through this together with yeah. love. And I was like, my God, mm. you know this. It was it was amazing. Even yeah, now, yeah. Oh, man, that's deep. Yeah. Obviously, like he had a long life. I can't really remember how. Yeah, old he was I can't when he remember, passed. but it was in his nineties. He was mad as well, you know, because as soon as he got out of prison, he divorced his wife. I know. <laughs> He's like, I know. There's a lot. There's a, there's yeah, a lot into you, that. I, I think she's got a film. I think <laughs> I think Winnie's got a film. Uh, Winnie Mandela's got a film. But yeah. my um, what I think I heard briefly was that she was like they were kind of already. Yeah, separate, yeah, but she stuck had... by him and stuck kept the yeah. marriage Did going while she was in prison. Of it. I haven't no. Did I think there was two, wasn't there? Was there one with Idris Elba? Yeah, I said the one with Idris, and in that one, the way they portrayed it was like they had different political motivations, okay. different political ideologies. Plus, he was a bit of a womanizer. Ninety-five, ninety-five when he, he died. Was, he was an old G. Yeah. Speaking, um, speaking of old G's. Stanley. I know. That's what I was going to say. The other one that kind of like two in quick session that got me as well. Not as much as as Kim Porter because he was he was uh, obviously a lot older. Yeah, yeah. So not not to sound morbid, but no, every time he turned up in a new Marvel film, I was like, oh, cool. This guy's still it's yeah, like yeah. he's still here. But do you know what? As well, even with even with Mandela and with Stanley, I've got I've got a number. I think seventy five. If you live past seventy five. 
don't don't mourn someone's death if they die at 76 yeah, yeah. It, they had a good life like okay. you, you lived a decent amount of time you okay, know yeah. our, our time on this planet is finite yeah do what you can with it yeah make make the best of it as you can and then you know when yeah. your time's done and let's be real he created like a ton of entertainment for this millions is what i'm of saying people. yeah he uh, like he's left a good legacy behind yeah. him i've got some artwork um signed by stanley like limited edition stuff that's oh, where it's going up so i know but do you know what i'm not gonna lie like a friend of mine's got some as well and we bought them probably about four or five years i think i think it was 18 uh, 89 so we used to make like you know silly jokes and we're like oh these are gonna go up when sort of you know it, 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 and now it's happened i just want to keep them mm. i don't ever want to get rid like that's like i do feel like I'm just going to keep these. Do you know what the, the thing is? Especially... I might sell one. No, no, no I'm joking. I'm, I'm just, I just, I, I literally, when it happened, I just felt like I'm, I, I just want to keep them. I don't want to. Fair enough. Like get rid sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But do you know what the, the thing, especially with people like that, and even, uh, and even Michael Jackson as well, actually, in terms of entertainment and stuff. Uh, if you, if you grew up in a, in a house that was far from perfect, you know, Stanley's, comics and, and books and stuff they yeah. were they they were your kind of portal into a different world yeah that for however long you were reading their magazines it kind of made everything all right you, you could kind of just immerse yourself in um in those in those comic books uh and actually one of the funny things uh i can't remember which one it was but they they released a book uh, a comic book and it wasn't very good and with it he released a statement that said you know what? This isn't really our best work, but you know we've we've given you so many great books before this. I think you owe it to us to buy this one, just to show your support, and uh, and it sold more than any other books before, like it had done before. Yeah. And it was inundated with messages from people going, "At least you're honest. Thank you so much. No one else would have told us that up front." So I was like, "That's kind of cool." Yeah. Um. But yeah, and actually, obviously, I went to see Venom, and he he had his little cameo in there yeah as well. yeah um so yeah it'd be, it'd be interesting i wonder if because obviously they've I, I don't know if they've finished making the yeah newest they have movie yeah or whether or not he's he's had his scene in that so yeah i think they've done all they wrapped up all the filming so that might be the last one. Oh, he probably I, I i wouldn't be surprised then if the next two so captain marvel yeah with brie larson i believe that's wrapped as well okay and avengers definitely wrapped okay so he might be in those two which is going to make it all the more emotional mm. um yeah, so, uh, yeah. That's, that's, that's that was, yeah yeah the only other random bit i don't know if you remember heather locklear locklear no i don't think so yeah well everyone else who does everyone like Denny, Denny can, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, do you know what, to be honest she's been she's been out of the limelight for a while but in terms of, she's a bit of an old school. If I show you, I'll show you. She was in Dynasty and stuff like that. The blonde one. And then Denny's looking at pictures vaguely. This is white people nah, stuff. Nah, nah. Basically. She, Did you say she was in Dynasty? Yeah, she was in scary, old school Dynasty. Scary Movie 5 as well, man. She's done some more recent scary, stuff, I think I gave up on Scary Movie yeah, 3. Yeah, some BS. But, <laughs> so obviously she was a bit, she was more, um, more popular in America. Yeah. Uh, so she's a uh, obviously t how old is she now? She's fifty-seven. Uh, she was basically um, what's the term we use over here? Sectioned. Oh like, shit! Yeah. So she her 
she was at her counsellor's uh, like office, her psychiatrist's yeah. office, and that. And uh, the police got called over, and then she got taken in for a psychiatric treatment. Apparently, she was just having a breakdown. Wow. Which kind of just goes to show it can it can happen to yeah. anyone. And weirdly enough, in the last couple of weeks, I've had two personal friends of mine kind of confide in me, and and tell me that they they're going through some stuff as well. Yeah. Isn't it? Which was, which was a bit weird. Like mm. they 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 also told me they hadn't really told anyone else, and. To be honest, I didn't really know why they had told me specifically. Yeah. Like they, I'm, I'm sure they confided in, in one or two other people yeah, as yeah. well. So I was a little bit confused as to why they told me. But mm. thinking about when growing up, obviously I grew up in a bit of a mad house and, you know, saw my mum my kind of struggle with depression and alcoholism yeah. and stuff like that. And it was, it was kind of weird because if you, if you're an athlete. Yeah. Or even if, if at any point in your past you're an athlete. Yeah you know that working out to a certain level mm, yeah. will pretty much cure all your problems. And that sounds really, really insensitive yeah, to yeah. anyone that's ever going through anything yeah. emotional because you're like, working out does not solve your problems. Yeah. But see, what happens when you, when you work out like crazy, crazy amounts of time yeah. and crazy amounts of effort put in, I'm talking, let's say you work out for three hours and in those three hours you burn like two and a half thousand calories. Yeah. Something stupid, right? You you're pretty much at the point of throwing up. Yeah. Body's dead. At that point, you don't give a damn about anything else that's going on. Like you you just don't care. The whole any anything could be happening. Your house could mm. be burning down. You're like, whatever, man. I'm sure yeah. we've got insurance. If not, we'll just move somewhere else. Yeah. It really does kind of solve all your problems. I do you know what? I agree with that. I to think. Extent, no, no, no. I think. I agree, I agree with that. Someone I, someone said this to me and it's always proved true. Like sometimes it can be so hard to go to the gym, but you never leave yeah. feeling, oh, I wish I didn't do that. You f- always leave feeling good. And that's not even going to the, ex- pushing yourself to the extent you're saying. I think the thing with depression and it's not something I suffer with, but I've started recently look like trying to understand it a lot more um, is that it's that feeling of it's, it's getting to the gym that yeah, is the yeah. it's it's that it's you know it's that's the struggle it's even getting there that's the struggle even if you know that it's going to be good for you it's getting it's it's getting there it's that sort of i don't know it it it's it's quite the, the, the one that i had to describe something recently and i'm someone who i'm someone who will like if someone asks me if i'm all right nine times out of ten i'm gonna say yes and if I've got a problem, I know I'm quite capable. I know I think I'm, I don't want to put that burden on anyone else. Yeah. So I'm going to, I know I'm going to sort it out, but sometimes stuff still gets onto you. And it's like, even though, you know, even though you say you don't want help, even though you know, you can sort it. Sometimes it could just be one little thing that just. Kind of, yeah. And I don't know. It's kind of that weird thing of, being in a state of mind and not being able to properly get out of it or needing something else or some, another push or something to, to sort of, of yeah, yeah yeah but it's it's um i'd like to do it i'd like to, to do a proper session on um uh sort of mental health and stuff at one uh, soon i think yeah so saying that actually um earlier this year 
it's a weird thing. So earlier in America, you see it quite a lot on films and some people go to counselling and, and things that or they go and see their psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah. So earlier this year, I went for counselling. I was going for counselling for um, just to sort of help me with some stuff with my brother. Okay. Um, so obviously for the sake of the podcast, people who don't know, my brother passed away a few years ago, my younger brother. Um, and it wasn't it, like a little bit more... Yeah, so that, it was, so. yeah, he he was young, young aimed 20, and yeah, got basically stabbed by someone who he didn't know, um, yeah, in very horrible circumstances. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so obviously it's probably, it would have been five years in September, just gone. So yeah, pretty much four and a half years. And I'm, I'm, I occupy myself and then just got to a point, it was offered to me, I left it, left it, left it, left it. And then just thought, I better, I better go along um, just to give it a try, just to see maybe, you know, it's one of those things, sometimes you don't know if it's going to help you until yeah. you go. So I was for the, oh, what, what are they going to do? What are they going to talk to me about? Da, 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 da. But just actually go in and I'll tell you what it was. I was absolutely... Like I ended up in tears. And mm. what it was, is I could just talk about anything. I could say everything I was feeling without having to worry that now they're going to be upset. Now they're going to be worrying about me. Yeah. Now they've got to deal with their own stuff plus mine. Now, I don't, do you see what I mean? Like, and that's one of the things I do. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to put stress on someone else. But when I was there, I could just like, it's like I'm going in an hour they're going to be, they're just listening. Yeah. And they, they've got someone else. After yeah. And then, and it too. was so like, what's the word? Liberating. Okay. And I probably went to about five or six sessions. And now I feel like next year, I'm, I'm just going to get a counsellor. I'm just going to get someone who every other week, maybe monthly, I'm just going to go and rant. I'm just going to go around and say, cheers. Yeah, yeah, true. I might just start doing this. You know, I might start getting it out there. And just come and be like, you know what? Nice one. That was pretty cool. I feel a lot better about myself. Because that's, I don't know if you're similar. Like, I I feel like, like, for example, if you imagine my mum, like in a normal circumstance, in in a normal, particularly growing up, if you're upset, you go to your mum. But my mum's lost her child. Yeah. So she's grieving. I don't want to then be like oh I'm uh, put that extra pressure and so then, then then she's like oh I've lost a son and then this son yeah. is struggling as well and, and at the end of the day the thing we want the thing we're struggling about we can't actually do anything about it yeah, yeah. do you see what I mean and it's the same with pretty much everyone who I would go to is in that similar circumstance and even my my partner um she's been really really good she was actually the one who kind of gave me the final push to sort of go to counselling and stuff because she's done some before and she could understand it. Working class people don't do that shit. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's part of it as well. So, um, but she's been really good. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, it's one of those things, it's also like, well, you're going to worry about it and I know you're, you, you're not going to really get quite the same so but yeah mate it was wicked i was just like and then next thing it was like laughing (laughs) and then laughing again and just like yeah cool safe for that bye do you know what just get on you just feel wicked it's weird because me and so i have a a similar thing happen when i was i was a bit younger yeah so in 2001 my sister passed away she was 21 oh yeah uh and actually it kind of it came up recently 
and I think I did say that we would do a separate episode yeah, where yeah. we kind of talk about dealing with stuff like yeah. that. Um, but it was weird because the police report basically said that they didn't have enough resources to investigate properly Shit. because they were dealing with the protests in Windsor for the Iraq war. Shit. And I was like, what? You had to deal with protesters so you couldn't investigate what yeah. was potentially a murder case. Um, so yeah, so it, it just came up recently because mm. my sister had a real hard time dealing with it. Yeah. Um, and she's she kind of managed to get hold of the police reports and she's yeah. looking into it and there's like loads of inconsistencies with witnesses. But um, but my wife was always like, you know, you should see a counsellor for the stuff yeah. that happened to you and you, your siblings and stuff when you were kids. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't need that. Yeah. And obviously, like, I'm I'm more of like a old school mentality. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Listen, That's the same, yeah. Men That's don't what do I used that. To be, right? Yeah. Like, if you're a man, you suck it up. Yeah. And I know a lot of there's a lot of stuff now about um, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't tell boys to man. Yeah, up yeah, and to man like up that. and things like yeah. I think to a certain extent you should. Because, I do because yeah. Do you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. Just from just from a like growing up kind of perspective, yeah. Women look generally, and I don't want to sound like a chauvinist prick here, but mm. women generally look at a man that they you know want to have a relationship yeah. with as a as a figure who will be able to support them yeah. through, through yeah. tough times. Definitely, not yeah. someone yeah. who they will have to support through the tough time as well. Sure, yeah. So don't get me wrong. Be in touch with your emotions and stuff. Yeah. But, but you know, don't be a slave to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, oh, me and my me and my siblings, we make jokes about stuff that, if you heard it and you're like, what are you talking about? And then we told you, oh, this happened to us when we were a kid. You're yeah. like, how the hell do you find that funny? That's messed up. Yeah. But that's just our way of dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And and even um, you know, I, famously, like I I don't cry mm. at anything. And uh, and even when my son was born, my wife cusses me out. She's like, "You didn't even cry when your son was born." I'm like, "Listen, man, I just I deal with my I deal with it." Yeah, yeah. But funnily enough, I had a moment in uh, when my wife was giving birth. Uh, my son's uh, heart rate dropped because they put a monitor on oh, their shit. head and they monitor yeah. the baby's heart rate, and his heart rate dropped. And I watched it on the screen dropping, dropping, dropping. And I could see like the mid the midwife that was in there with us. She was looking on the screen. And then she went over and she just she leant over the bed, pressed a button, and she was like, she she just turned and said, "In a few seconds, there'll be a few people come into the room. Don't worry about how many people come in. It's just there'll be lots of people to do lots of little jobs. We don't want, uh, we want people to have like uh, as few few jobs to do as possible. Yeah, so everyone yeah. comes in and does one job. I was like, okay. She goes, yeah. So don't don't worry about it. It's fine. Literally, as she said, it's fine. Like, people just started walking into the room at, right. like, fast pace. And yeah. they were all just bam, 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 all over the place, yeah. right? And it, it reminded me of when my mum was in hospital before she passed. And I had this moment where I was, like, with my wife, trying to support her. Yeah. She didn't she didn't really know what was going on. She's on the gas in there. She's in pain. Yeah, yeah. And she looks around. She sees all these people. And they're all trying to do stuff because, you know, kids' heart rate at that point was, like, less than 20 beats per minute or wow. something so it had really gone down and and I think it was just something to do with the angle that she was at so they were trying to tell her to move yeah. and stuff and I was just holding her hand going it's going to be alright it's going to be alright and I looked up at the ceiling and I took a deep breath in and I gulped and I swallowed the lump that was in my throat Yeah. I said don't be a little bitch <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I looked down and went babe it's fine don't worry yeah. and, and that's the thing yeah in that moment mm. you need to man up Yeah. because your wife yeah. don't want to see you crying yeah. and she's not yeah, you know, and she she's standing there trying to do what is for for a woman is the hardest thing and yeah. physically that a woman can do. Yeah, 
you know, I don't care if you're a woman and you, you run 10 marathons in 10 days, yeah. pushing out a baby. From what I have seen, I have so much respect, right? Yeah. So I, I couldn't imagine sitting there crying while my wife's doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, boom, yeah. you're so brave. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 let's let's do this. Let's get through it. Yeah, yeah. You know, she didn't cry. Why would I cry? Yeah, no, so I get so, that. Yeah. I get that. But, I get um, that. It's, I've, I've, it's funny because since, since I've, since um, my perspective on, like seeing a counsellor sort of thing has changed. And I've said to people, like people get, I think we still get offended over it. If someone says, oh, you should see, see a psychiatrist, like, or you need to oh, see you a counsellor. Oh, you should see a psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you told me I should see a psychiatrist, <laughs> I'd be like, you're right, but screw you, bro. <laughs> and I think, I think, I think, um, I think people, people still get offended over it quite easily here. I don't think we're quite there yet with like mental health, but there's a big push of going on right now. Yeah, to try and get an awareness, which is good, which is good. I think British people are generally like more conservative. They yeah. tend to not try to offload as much. Yeah, yeah. Like even just generally when I, like I know a couple of Americans and whenever I speak to them, they're keen to tell me a lot of stuff that's going on in their life. Yeah, yeah. And whereas when I speak to British people, you're like, how's it going? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Everything's true. great. You know, I uh, got diagnosed with cancer and my leg got amputated last week. And my wife's been banging my brother, but you know, I'm good, I'm good, don't worry about it, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's mad. It's, it it's mad. um, yeah, we are a bit, what do they say, stiff up a lip or something, is that mm, the phrase? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. But you know, um, but yeah, before before we wrap up, right, there's, there's, let's, let's, unless, was there anything else you wanted no, to say? No, 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 that's Let's get a little bit political then. Okay, a bit political. okay, let's get now, a Obviously we've done here. an episode before on, on Brexit. Yeah. And it's, time is, is running out, yeah. it, it would seem. Uh, and to be honest, I've I've been kind of busy with work and stuff, so yeah. I haven't paid too much attention to it. But weirdly enough, um, I posted on our NGA story mm. the other day that uh, I came downstairs in the morning and my wife was like, poor Theresa May. And Theresa May is like, pretty much, she's on the borders of, uh, I'm on the border of her constituency for like, her being MP, because she's Windsor and Maidenhead. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I've never really liked her, in yeah. all honesty. And I'm sure I said this on the other one. But I do, I do really feel so. I do feel sorry for her. But in that moment, I was like, how dare you say that out loud? You need to get your ass up out of my house. I will not have any sympathisers. I feel like since she's come out with the um, this deal that yeah. no one seems to be happy with, no how she's handled it. Deal. But I thought she used to... I used to think she handled situations like that whack. And that's why I've never liked her. Mm. But I think she's... She stepped up to the plate in yeah. terms of how she's handled it. Like the next day she got on the radio, she's on that phone in with just random people in the public um, yeah. on LBC. Um, she, she went and done that announcement. Like, you know, after that, and she was getting flack, people were quitting. Yeah, yeah. And then they said they're going to like an, an impromptu, she's going to do a, 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 a broadcast outside 10 Downing Street. I thought she was going to quit. I was telling people she's done. Like everyone was saying, oh, to, uh, yeah, I thought I, she was going to resign. Okay, okay. I thought we were going to get a camera part no, too. No, no. But you know and what? she came out guns blazing and just told them, do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. I was like, you know. And do you know what? When I saw that, like, oh, two, uh, two MPs quit in, in mm. the space of 24 hours over this Brexit thing. Yeah. I was like, do you know what? Run, you spineless little bitches. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Get out. If you, if you really can't say. And, I'm, and there's still a lot of stuff about, oh, we should have a second referendum. Yeah. We should have another say. My my take on it is in in terms of uh, you know where we stand on on that is 
we all know both sides lied during yeah, the campaign. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to say, oh, you know, the, the people that voted leave, they were lied to. And so we should have another referendum and those people mm. will change their vote. Number one, don't assume what other people This know. is what I was going to say. I hear that argument a lot, but surely it's for the people who voted leave to say I was lied to. Yeah, I've never heard anyone say that. This is it. And it's for the people who voted remain to say I was lied to. Because if you don't care about the, if like, uh, there's no, what's the point of me saying, oh, the leavers, like if I voted remain, so pointing to the leaver and say, oh, but they were lied to. Like, they're like, yeah, and I don't care. I got, I, it don't make me change my mind. Like the lies ain't, the lies ain't, what and you know what lies where i don't i don't i, th I think all of that is this this is enough, just bad propaganda on and... that lbc interview uh theresa may was asked should boris was boris right to have stood by that bus that said that they'll save 250 million a week yeah and she said well actually the figure's more like 290 million a week oh wow which the one thing that i didn't like about that mm. is it didn't make boris look like a twat yeah really she's don't... been far too nice to him uh, that's what i'm thinking like mm. He pretty much tried to sabotage yeah. her it from, from yeah. the way it, it seemed. From day dot. Yeah, and he was like, so he was the Brexit minister and he was doing a crap job. Listen, and then he tried to make it out like... No, nah, he was the foreign friend. secretary. That was it. Yeah. Sorry, the foreign secretary. Uh, do you know what? I'm not going to lie. I think he's got a sex tape or something of her. That, I don't know, Because man. she don't say boo to him. I don't know. He get must it. have something on her, like, hidden away that he's is, dangling because he don't, she doesn't say nothing to him. And the thing is... it. He should have been fired. Let's be real. Most okay. I think the 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 general majority of MPs were pro Remain. Yeah. And she's now pushing forward these agendas, and I think they're just trying to scuttle any idea of of us leaving by going. No, no, we don't like your, yeah, your idea. You yeah. don't. We don't like your idea. What they don't realise is there's the potential for us to get no deal, and we're completely buggered. And then they just they do kind of destroy our economy, and. People will try and blame it on Theresa May, but if you've got any kind of hint of, of wherewithal with what's going on, mm. you'll see that she's actually trying to get like the best deal that she can get. About, yeah, yeah. And a load of MPs are being kind of malicious in their attempts to scuttle her. Yeah. Shall I tell you the thing I think as well? There's certain ringleaders in the leave side. Well, let's say Boris, let's say... Jacob Rees-Mogg as the two most popular ones, right? Yeah. And, now, uh, sorry, I forget his name because he, he quit the UKIP leader. Uh, Nigel oh, Farge. Nigel Farage, yeah. yeah now, the thing is, now, the thing is, if they kept their mouth shut, yeah, they want something very different than... They essentially want something much closer to a hard Brexit. Mm. Now, if they hadn't said anything and Theresa May got this deal, I think 99% of the people who wanted to leave would be happy. But they've put their faith in these people... And these people are saying this, they're saying this, they're saying this. So now they're just saying, yeah, we didn't want this, 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 this. Mm. The basic things Theresa May has got in this deal. Like, no one cared about, I don't know, um, like... The border with uh, Ireland, for the, example. The border with Ireland or... Or, um, or, like, no one was voting on the basis of... Like, this was only politicians saying yeah, it. Yeah, no yeah. one in no the street was, was going, oh, we, um, like, treaties with such and such countries. Yeah. That strictly came from politicians, and then the public started we repeating it back. fishing territories back. Yeah, there were certain things that came from politicians, and then people started repeating it back like it was something that they wanted. But they were just yeah. getting that... Like, no one was 
that most of it, there was there was the rules, there was the laws, there was the the immigration things. There was probably like three main things that people, yeah, yeah. the average public, uh, Joe public was was talking about. All this other stuff, it's just repeating what the politicians, yeah. and then they're getting angry and, and following it. And do you know what? Someone shared uh, shared a, an article from I think it was from the Daily Mail that the United Nation basically said that if we leave Europe. Mm. Uh, children will starve and stuff like that. And I was yeah, like, yeah. the UN has an agenda. The yeah. EU have an agenda. Yeah. The worst thing that could happen for the leaders of the U European Union is to see Britain leave and then see Britain thrive. Yeah. Because then other people yeah. that contribute, yeah. like France, for example, yeah. will go, what the hell are we doing? Because France is actually going more and more conservative or more and more right-wing yeah. if you're a left-leaning person. Yeah. And, and if... if they look at Britain and go, well, actually, they're, they're doing better without. The difference with Britain compared to other EU nations is that we have more, let's just call them what they are, the colonies, in effect. We, yeah. we call it the um, the Commonwealth. Commonwealth, yeah. But really, they're, they're former colonies. Yeah. You know, we, we can strike up trade deals with Canada, with Australia, New yeah. Zealand, yeah. you know, islands in the West Indies and stuff like that, yeah. and, and even West Africa. So we've got we've got better resources to establish global trade links than many other European countries, which is probably the one thing that will keep a lot of other European countries in Europe. Yeah. But I just, I find myself in this weird position where I'm like, yeah, man, Theresa May is trying. And I've got to kind of like stop cussing her out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I know what she, you mean. Because she is working for it. And yeah. Uh, and yeah. Yeah. I do kind of feel a little bit sorry for her. And with that, I think we'll wrap up. Because, yeah, yeah. Because I, I probably like, should. I'm like, no. Let's let's bust out these uh, old school tracks and yeah, yeah, yeah. our films. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you shoot first. All right, I'm so double check that. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, Kim Porter. So, this, my throwback song is Forever My Lady by Jodeci, performed by Jodeci, but the song was actually written by Albie Shaw for Kim Porter. Um, so that's going to be my throwback song. And my throwback film is going to be Kim Porter, uh, the, the, another film she starred in. It's a film called The Brothers. Okay. Um, I think I might have actually mentioned before. I don't think I had it as my throwback, but I think I might have mentioned it before. But yeah, it's The, the Brothers, um, which is actually a really good film. Check it out. It's about four lifelong friends, um, all doing pretty well. And they're just about different points in their life. Like uh, one's getting married and before um, he's like the first one out of the group to get married. And they're just reminiscing about um, their childhood and how he met the girl and oh, okay. um, that sort of writer passage and stuff. But yeah, um, Kim Porter, <clears throat> rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. So in the theme of uh, me talking about being, being manly, you know, just suck it up being a man's man. Uh, he only drinks Pepsi Max. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's not crazy old school movie, but it's it's old school enough. Is uh, Predator, like yeah, the manliest yeah, movie of all time? <laughs> Come on, do it, kill me! Come on. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and the song I'm going to choose is actually the song from that, uh, which is uh, Little Richard, Long Tall Sally. Okay. You know, there's a there's a clip in the movie where one of the characters, Mac, is the he's the skinhead black guy. Who plays him? Not not Apollo. It's not the one uh, black guy that's played by okay. the same guy as Apollo Creed. Action Jackson. He's uh 
he basically there's a there's a bit earlier in the movie where he grabs Apollo Creed's character and he's like, I don't care who you are back in the real world, if you give away our position one more time, I'll bleed you real quiet. Oh yeah, yeah, Leave yeah, yeah. So he loses his mind after his mate gets killed and he's he's going through the jungle stripping off all of his armour and his extra ammunition because he's going after the predator. And as he's doing it, he's singing the song. He's like, long tall Sally, she's so sweet. She Bill Duke, everything. his name is. Exactly what I need. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> I was just like, it, it stuck with me that moment in the film. I thought it was fantastic. Awesome, uh, awesome. But yeah, great film. So yeah, with that, we're out. The, the next episode we're going to be doing is on uh, kind of shopping suggestions for Christmas. For Christmas. As, it is, as it is on the way, we'll be having a little Christmas bit holiday our, season. Yeah, and covering off our, our best gifts and worst gifts. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll crack on with that and, uh, and catch you soon. If you've got uh, any requests of topics or if you actually want to come on and you've got something decent that you want to talk about, as long as you're well versed on it, by all means, hit us up, message us on, uh, on Instagram, you can DM us or message us on Facebook or send us a text if you've got a number. And if you don't, we ain't giving it to you. <laughs> and all of those are at NGA Podcasts. That's it. Cool. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>